If you are a woman over 40, I can so sympathize with you. So even because I'm in healthcare, I'm not immune to having these chronic little aches and pains that have popped up since I've hit my 40s. If you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, and maybe you're waking up with this stiff and achy neck or newfound back pain when you're sitting in a chair for too long, or maybe even you try to go and exercise, but your knee is bothering you. We hear this all the time, and that's why my husband, Oscar, and I wrote Thrive, Not Survive, Over 40. And this book is the ultimate guide to become more active and mobile, free from painkillers and surgeries, so you can get the most enjoyment out of life. And this product is the last 17 years, really, of our experience working with clients and helping them avoid any unnecessary surgeries or any invasive treatments. And it teaches you the mistakes to avoid when it comes to your health. So you can really live a life being more enjoyable and active and do the things that you love. So you can find this book, Thrive, Not Survive Over 40, over on our website. It's on our homepage, level4pt.com. That's level4pt.com. Or you can visit Amazon and purchase it there. Thrive, Not Survive Over 40. I hope you enjoy it, and it also makes a great gift for someone else you love in their 40s, 50s, or 60s. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and let's get started on the episode. Welcome, ladies, to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. My name is Dr. Dawn Andalone. I am a women's health physical therapist, author, educator, and co-owner of Level 4 PT and Wellness. And this podcast is informative, but lighthearted. And we discuss all things women's health in order for you to lead an active and vibrant lifestyle. So cheers, and let's get started. I understand people listen to podcasts in all different scenarios. So wherever you're at, thank you for listening. We are doing a fun episode today because I am in the total fitness mode. Sometimes you get a little burned out with your routine and like myself, I have been nursing a hamstring injury on and off and being a PT does not make me just invisible to to injuries. It actually, sometimes it's really hard to fix yourself and you know what to do, but it's the discipline, taking the time and as a busy female who owns a business, runs a household with kids and a husband, you really have to take time out for yourself to take care of yourself. And that's what I'm doing. So I have had to change up my fitness routine and my hamstring's doing better, but running always used to be my way of exercising before. So Once I hit, I would say 38, 39, I started upping my strength training workouts. And actually, it has helped a lot of the aches and pains that I've had in my body. And I've realized since I went back to running, I injured my hamstring, not necessarily running, injured it, but something else. And I feel, my body feels so much better when I'm doing strength training. It really calms down those aches and pains that creep up when you are 40 and beyond. So women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond need to do strength training. 
So I am going to preach this, but also talk about the top 14 fitness mistakes that women over 40 make, because we see it all the time. And a lot of times it leads to injuries, but sometimes you're just not doing the right thing to maximize your fitness program. So why do you even work out? Well, for myself, it makes me feel good, releases those endorphins, help my helps my mental state. But then also, too, I really like to feel like I'm challenging my body. And things have changed over 40. So a body in its 40s does not build muscle or burn fat like the one that I had in my 20s. Um, my joints hurt a little bit more. Everything takes a little longer to recover from. But that is no reason to give up on fitness, that's for sure. Uh, study after study, it demonstrates that our bodies use it, are, are like a use it or lose it situation. So the longer that we stay active and the longer we remain able to stay active, can you get up and down from the floor easily? Can you get up and down from the couch or a, a toilet? I mean, you realize if you are not doing a fitness routine and taking part in exercise, your body will get used to that. And if you're not challenging it every day, at least 30 minutes a day of movement and working it into your routine, then you, it's like you use it or you lose it. So here are 14 fitness mistakes to avoid as you enter middle age. So I say middle age, like 40 and beyond. And if you follow them, your body will thank you well into retirement. So number one, not getting enough sleep. And sleep is super important, especially for your body recovering and repairing. And if you aren't getting at least eight hours of sleep a night, it could be one reason that you're not seeing results from whatever fitness routine that you hoped you would. So stay away from alcohol. Haha, <laughs> I'm drinking a glass of wine. But that's because it's the theme of this happy hour. It's not like I do it every night. But staying away from excessive alcohol or caffeine several hours before bedtime and drinking plenty of water. So I usually take the, the school of thought. You take your body weight, you divide it by half, and that's how many ounces of water you should be drinking. So if you weigh 120 pounds, you should be drinking at least 60 ounces of water a day. And more than that, if you do drink coffee or some type of diuretic that would actually make you lose more fluids or if you're working out really hard. So drink plenty of water. And also to help you sleep, try reading a book with soft light before bed to help get you relaxed and, and more sleepy, not looking at your phone not watching TV, but uh, lack of sleep, it definitely weakens your immune system, which is the last thing you want. So another thing I do is I turn on the do not disturb setting on my phone, or I even leave it out of the bedroom. I do use it for my alarm, but if I know that I don't need my alarm the next day, I will leave my phone away from my bed. Uh, number two, skipping the warm-up when you're working out. So I use a dynamic warm-up, which is essential for injury prevention, especially if you have a problem area like me with my hamstrings. So 
a proper warm up and a proper cool down are definitely important. It's not like just all of a sudden picking up weights and starting to move or um, lifting a barbell <laughs> or just taking off on a run. You've got to do a little bit of warm up, a dynamic warm up. If you don't know what that is, you can go over to our YouTube channel, Level 4 PT and Wellness. We do have a YouTube channel and type in dynamic warm up. We give you different options for how to do a proper warm up because you really want to get your muscles warm, but you don't want to hold a static stretch. So it takes you through loosening up your hamstrings, quads, your spine, your shoulders, a little bit of everything. And it shouldn't take you long, but it's just something to start warming up and moving your body the right way to prevent uh, an injury. So number three is saying you're too busy. And this is the most important one in my opinion. And especially because we work with lots of women, this time in your life is a very demanding time. So whether you have kids or not, maybe you have a demanding career or you have a spouse that you like to spend time with and you have other things in your life that you are always focusing on. But if you are not taking that at least 30 minutes out of a day to do your workout, and not even call it a workout, but whatever you have to do to bless your body that day, you have to make it happen. So um, one thing that can help a lot of people, especially when they are so busy, is exercising early in the morning. So even setting your alarm to wake up 45 minutes or an hour before you normally would. And this does take some discipline, trust me. I am not an early riser, but you have to flip that switch in your head that says, I can do it. I can do it. I can change it. And if you stick to it, you'll realize how good you feel once you start moving in the morning. It really stimulates those brain cells and gets you a even more concentrated and more focused through the day too if you're exercising in the morning. So stop making excuses why you can't work out and make it a necessary part of your daily routine. So because a lot of people are working from home, having a couple items in your garage, and that's what I do. It's very minimal equipment because most of our stuff is over at our wellness center. But I have some weights I picked up from Target, 10-pound weights. I have an exercise mat. I have some mini bands. And I have a few kettlebells. So you can get those anywhere where you can order them online, but you don't need a lot of equipment, but having it accessible and having it easy is definitely going to stop the excuses or make, make them harder to make excuses. Another thing is exercising with your family. So incorporating something with your kids or your husband so you can be able to make it like a family event that you're going to go do together. I find that's a lot more motivating too. So it doesn't necessarily feel like a routine or feel like fitness, but it's just more of a fun thing. Um, you can also try something new. There's so many online workouts and I'm not talking about working out on your Peloton. If that works for you, great. But changing up the routine, I'm going to talk about that one too. But there's so many online options. I teach a women's 
fitness class, uh, women over 40 fitness class. It's nothing fancy. I'm in my garage, but I teach women who have never lifted weights before and maybe they're not sure what to do and they want to be pushed and they want that accountability. So every Friday at nine o'clock, we get on Zoom and we do it. And there are some pretty amazing ladies now that we've been doing it for a year. It's a lot of fun. So that's one of the things that has kept a lot of people motivated too. It's like having that accountability. And if you're somebody that has to be part of a class or sign up for something, so somebody else is counting on you to show up and is going to call you out on it, that might be another reason for you to stop giving excuses and might work for you better. Um, if you're interested in learning more about the class I teach, you can go to level 4 PT dot punchpass.com. We have a yoga class on Wednesdays and a fitness class on Fridays. So a lot of fun and no pressure. You don't even have to keep your camera on. It's just a lot of fun. So number four is neglecting your true fitness level. And this is for people that maybe haven't worked out in a while and they all of a sudden just go jump into a routine and they do it so hard that they get really sore. And you're also going to lose your motivation that way too because you're not going to feel like doing it again because you really uh, did a little too much that first time jumping back in. So you may be overcome with the impulse to show you still got it like you did in your 20s. But start slow and... Starting slow can mean doing things, especially if you feel like you're overweight and you want to start on a routine, is doing things that are going to take pressure and stress off your joints. I love Pilates for that reason because you are working on strength training, you're working on whole body flexibility and movement without the strain on your joints. And that's why we use Pilates in our business. That's one of the biggest reasons. And a lot of people with injuries can do Pilates if they're advised by somebody that knows what they're doing at a, um, and they can definitely take them through a routine that's going to help them rather than hurt them. So not doing too much too soon and being smart about scaling your daily workout according to your abilities. And if you're feeling really stiff or you're feeling overweight, maybe not right away jumping into that super hard yoga, cl yoga class online or starting with a CrossFit workout. You want to ramp up slowly. And if you need guidance, you have to call on an expert to help you. Uh, number five, not protecting your spine. And this is a popular one that we see with people cranking out crunches or they're going into running without having the core strength or hip strength, and they're not protecting their spine. So doing a lot of high-intensity workouts without having the strength, you're going to start to get some aches and pains in your back or maybe even your neck if you're starting off with things that are not good for your body. So keeping in mind that you want to mix in some good core exercises. Once again, you can go over to our YouTube level for PT and wellness over on YouTube and look up some different options for core exercises, variations of planks, um, doing exercises that are going to actually help promote 
your core strength, your hip strength, and shoulder strength in a healthy way so you're not breaking down at your spine. Um, so abdominal workouts, we see that one uh, a lot. So try, try planks instead of crunches. Number six, not focusing on flexibility. So you may realize that yoga is not something you love to do, but I'm not talking about yoga. I'm just talking about doing a stretch routine. So the best way to ensure that you stay fit is to build it in a cool down stretching routine lasting 10 to 20 minutes. So it doesn't have to be very long at all, but stretching while your muscles are warm is definitely going to improve it and be healthier for you. So take advantage of that stretching after your body is warm. And also too, that's going to protect your joints even more and prevent injury. Uh, number seven, I talked about in the beginning. So if you're a woman over 40 and you're not incorporating strength training, you must, you must. And as your bones become smaller and weaker and you start to lose vitamins and minerals as you're uh, as you age 40 and beyond, and you start to lose your strength, and it's definitely more difficult to stay fit. So adding in weightlifting is definitely going to prevent a lot of things for you, not only boost your metabolism to help with weight loss, but improve back pain, help the effects of um, diabetes, even lift and boost your mood, preventing osteoporosis because you're bearing weight and being able to work those muscles around your joints. So I did touch on metabolism and how strength training boosts your metabolism over 40, but mu more muscle mass allows you to burn more calories more effectively and even longer after you're done working out. And this becomes more important after 40 when it's more difficult to lose weight. That's me. I started doing more strength training because I notice a shift. I can't go run like I used to in my 20s and stay in the same kind of shape. I really had to start adding in strength training and muscle has so many benefits on your body. So especially if you are pre- menopausal, perimenopausal or menopausal women to stay fit, they've got to add in strength training. Uh, number eight, lifting weights were poor form. You don't want to do this. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Some people will do, uh, they'll start a strength training routine and they think they're doing deadlifts correctly. They think they, they're doing kettlebell swings correctly, or they're lifting weight over their head and they start getting some shoulder pain or they start getting some back pain. So you really want to make sure you have good form when you're doing exercises. And that's where if you're seeing a, if you go see a physical therapist, primarily somebody that is a sports physical therapist, then they're going to be able to guide you in the right direction, especially if you have some questions about what you should be doing for your strength training workouts or going to see a professional, there's lots of great personal trainers out there too, but you, you want to get some guidance and make sure you're doing it correctly. So if you're following some online class and they're not giving you cues um, and you're just jumping in there, it's not going to be personalized. And sometimes 
people do need that personalized attention so they can do things effectively and not hurt themselves. So shifting your workouts is number nine. And that's where I talked about not doing the same workout you did in your 20s if you're over 40. (laughs) Um, Good choices might include doing some kettlebell exercises. I love kettlebells. Yoga, um, using a barbell. A lot of women are intimidated by lifting a barbell. But once again, if you go to a professional that knows what they're talking about with weightlifting, you can learn a lot of new ways to really work your whole body. It's not just one muscle at a time, but you can incorporate exercises where it's really going to tone your whole body. And Pilates is definitely at the top of my list for um, a type of exercise that you want to mix in because it's keeping your spine healthy, it's easy on your joints, and it's also whole body strengthening too. So these type of exercises produce exactly the kind of strength and flexibility that your older body needs. I say older, meaning women over 40. And I can say this because I am one myself doing all these. So number 10, if you're not listening to your body, you're doing it wrong. So if it's something doesn't feel right, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. And that's where it's good to vary your workouts. So if you experience any pain, it's definitely in need to go get it checked out. And there's even lots of online options to see a physical therapist virtually versus in person too. And the days of walking it off or no pain, no gain are definitely behind us. And this is what happened when I hurt my hamstring. It's like you're used to bouncing back from an injury and things are taking longer. They're not quite responding like they once did. So pain is a warning sign that you are about to get broken. It's like a red flag goes off. It means something is not moving properly. So definitely good to act on that to get help so it doesn't get worse. Um, And that plays into not knowing the difference between good and bad pain. So good pain is like burning in your muscles during a workout, and that's okay. And some people are confused if they've never really worked out that much. And they say, oh, you know, I'm in pain. But is it a good muscle kind of pain? Or is it a sharp, constant pain in a muscle or joint with the activity? That's going to be different. So you want the burn in your muscles, and that's okay. And it can be one to two days following a workout. It's like delayed onset muscle soreness, if you've ever heard of that. Sometimes it won't kick in until about 48 hours later. So you do want to listen to your body, but good pain is okay. It means your muscles are working. You're doing some good work to them. And soreness can also be worked out by getting a massage or using a foam roller or one of those mobility balls. You're kind of doing some self-massage relief and some stretching. Um, Bad pain would be more like sharp pain, constant in a muscle or joint. Like if you lift your arm or you can't reach overhead because you're getting the sharp pain in your shoulder or you can't get out of bed or start walking because your back is hurting so much. That's definitely bad pain. You don't want that. Um, so if you're smart about your training and the preparation you put in before and after your workouts, you'll definitely 
dodge an injury. So that's what we're trying to prevent you from. So we have a couple more here. Number 12, not taking days off. And your body really needs rest from the daily pounding it takes. So even professional athletes, they take off one day a week um, and maybe do some walking or some stretching, just something light to kind of rest and repair your body. So you can aim for even two or three days off of strength training or circuit training, any kind of like harder workout you're doing. And days off, I'm talking about go for a walk. You're still moving your body, but you're not pushing it to the level that you might in a specific um, strength workout or a fitness routine. Um, Number 13, not fueling your body with nutrients for repair. So I love protein shakes and finding a smoothie that has wholesome ingredients and some protein powder that is that you really enjoy, that it's healthy. Because if you wait too long after the session, your workout session is over, the time period immediately following your workout will be extra sensitive to taking up those nutrients. And if you wait too long, then you've kind of missed that window. So it's replenishing your body from what you just did. So taking in both carbohydrates and protein. I'm not advising you on what to eat or how to eat it because I'm not a nutritionist, but you definitely want to replenish your body with the, the nutrients it needs afterward. And this will also boost your immune system. So if you're depleting your body, um, your immune system is going to be affected. You don't want that. And number 14... We did talk about injuries and how to prevent them, but if you don't have a physical therapist that you're consulting with, then you don't want to wait till you're injured. It's actually really beneficial to see a PT uh, while someone you trust, someone that's going to give you good guidance during, it's like having your own um, accountability partner, but then also somebody that's going to point out some things that you may not realize And once the pain comes on, that's usually when it's late. That's like harder for us to take care of. And we can help you at all stages. But if more people would come to us during uh, a time where they're starting a new fitness routine or they want to learn more about what they should be doing to work out and exercise, we're the experts on that. And maybe you don't realize how stiff and tight your shoulder joint is or how your hip should be moving in a different way, and what specific exercises are going to be just right for your body. We actually take people through a movement screen that creates like a blueprint for their body. So everybody's going to move differently. And maybe you're somebody that is doing squats completely wrong, or you're lifting weights, but you're just pinching your rotator cuff every time you lift those weights with your shoulder. And you sit at a desk all day, and that's going to cause more um, changes in your posture, which is going to affect your back, your neck, your shoulders, hips, and beyond. And so it's really great to check in with a physical therapist and really get a full body screening and somebody that knows what they're talking about and somebody you feel comfortable with. And there's lots of options with seeing someone virtually like we do or in our office where we can 
do some hands-on work, and also teach you what you need to be doing for your body. We take our cars to the car mechanic or to get an oil change, but why don't we do that with our body, really? That's what um, the dentist will send you a card every six months saying, it's time for your checkup. So you may be doing it for your mouth, <laughs> you may be doing it for your car, but why not your body? It just doesn't make sense to me. So that's just what we want to preach here, and we're here to help guide you and be able to teach you the best things that you can be doing to maximize your health over 40 with a fitness routine. So there you have it. I did 14 quick and easy things you can focus on and do today to assure you are progressing with your workouts and working on your fitness. So if you have any questions and you want to speak to someone about it and get some guidance, we have lots of resources for you. You can go over to level4pt.com and you can sign up to speak to a specialist. We'd be happy to chat with you. I want to say thank you so much for listening. I haven't done a solo episode in a while and that was that was fun because I love talking about fitness. This is my favorite topic and I'm one of those people that will constantly do more research, try new things for myself um, when it comes to nutrition and fitness. So here to guide you and help you move in the right direction without injuries. Thanks for listening. Cheers, ladies. Hopefully you were taking a walk while we were talking about that, doing your own exercise instead of sitting here drinking a glass of wine like me. But you know what? I did my workout today. So thanks for listening and we will be back with another episode next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women's Health Happy Hour podcast. And if you are a woman that's struggling with motivation right now, maybe you just want to boost your energy and just get the most out of life, you need to go on over and join our private Facebook group community. It's called the Level 4 Women's Health Insiders Group. And every week we share informational videos. We have lots of great content in order to guide you along your health journey and free giveaways as well. So go on over to Level 4 Women's Health Insiders Group, join the group, and we'll see you there. So thanks for listening. The information given on this podcast is not intended to apply to every individual's potential in injury. It is impossible to give 100% complete accurate diagnosis and prognosis without a thorough physical examination. The information provided is not meant as a substitute for your own professional advice from a healthcare provider or other medical professional. Under no circumstances will Level 4 Physical Therapy and Performance Incorporated or any of our other professionals be liable for any damage caused by reliance on the information that we make available on this podcast.